This is the Federal Employees Retirement and Benefits Podcast, hosted by Charles Shama. Charles is the founder and CEO of CD Financial. He has been helping federal employees with their retirement planning for nearly 15 years. Charles has been published by Kiplinger and is an award-winning contributing author on fedsmith.com. This podcast was created to help federal employees navigate their benefits to and through retirement. Now it's time for the Federal Employees Retirement and Benefits Podcast with Charles Shama. So, should you buy a CD? My neighbor this morning asked me that very question while we were walking our dogs. Hey, Charles, should I buy a CD? What do you think of that? So the first thought I had was, well, it depends on the tax bracket you're in. Because if you're getting a 5% CD, and most of you listening now are at least in the 22% federal tax bracket. If you make 130,000, let's say, uh, yeah, 130,000 and you're single, you're way into the, into the 22% federal tax bracket. But if you're married, let's say, and you're making 130,000, your spouse makes 50,000, you're at 180,000. If you put 30,000 into your 401k, that takes you from 180 down to what 150. You're still there, even even if you had a let's say $28,000 standard deduction, roughly. Uh, you take 150 minus 30, it's 120. A 22% federal tax bracket for a married couple is after you make about 90,000, so give or take. So over 90,000, you're in 22% tax bracket. If you're in my glorious state of California then you're in 9%, 9% state income tax for a married couple over 130,000 in income. So you're basically there. It's 8%, 8.3, the 0.3 we drop. But what's 22 plus eight, that's 30. 22 plus nine, that's 31%. If you take 5% on a CD and you're paying 22%, federal tax at the end of the year. Remember, they're going to send you a 1099 for interest income, and then you're paying 9% in the state. You're actually making 3.5%. You're not making 5%. So what can you do? There's other tools you can use that compound your interest. Uh, For instance, there's MIGAs. Have you heard of those before? They're multi-year guaranteed annuities. And what that um, what they're paying now, 5% as well for a two year. I've seen some, they're all A-rated companies I've looked at are paying five and a half percent. So when you get that five and a half percent, guess what? In an annuity, it defers the taxes. So you actually compound your interest and you stack muscle on top of muscle, depending on the period. I've seen some uh five years, six year MIGAs, five year MIGA, I think it was, that was paying six to six and a half percent. But you got to keep your money in there for that period of time. Surprisingly, I was told by a local bank on a 12 or 13 month CD that if you took your, your money out of your CD in the first six months, they would not only take away the interest, but they could take away some principal. I was like, what? That's never been the case in the past. You're always, your principal inside of a CD was golden. Nobody could touch that. You would only get penalized on the interest. So be careful with some of these CDs because liquidity 
might be an issue. Typically, you're going to lose just the interest. So you just get your money back on a $100,000 CD. So those are some of the ideas. There's other things called alt or alternative investments. You could even consider a MIGA an alternative investment. Uh, preferred stock, real estate, industrial building, or apartment complex preferred stock that you might not be able to liquidate. It might take several years to liquidate. There's dividends. Oftentimes, I've seen some that pay 6%. You know, past performance is no indication of future results, and it's not a guarantee, but it can defer some of those uh, or, you know, just escape the taxes because of the amortization and depreciation until you sell off that position. So that's another way to grow your money in a somewhat compounding manner, or at least a tax deferred manner. Remember, all these things, they're deferring taxes, except for the CD, it won't defer taxes. Now, that same neighbor that asked me about the CD just so happens they put that CD into their IRA. Um, one of the other things I wanted to mention was maybe uh, dividend paying stocks. You could always look at buying dividend paying stocks. You're looking for the dividend, not so much the actual value of the stock. You get these, what used to be called blue chip stocks, you know, the famous ones that are very stable that you may frequent yourself when you're purchasing things or going to stores or what have you. And those stocks will just continue to pay a dividend. Upon your passing, your next generation, your children or grandkids could inherit those stocks in a step up cost basis, meaning they wouldn't have to pay taxes depending on the size of your estate. Whereas all those other things, yeah, there's taxes would be associated with them. This would be nice, a step up cost basis. All right. Thank you for joining us on the Federal Employees Retirement and Benefits Podcast. This podcast was designed as an educational resource for federal employees. So if you'd like advice on your specific situation, click on the link in the description for your 15-minute phone call. It's absolutely free. Thanks for listening.